Welcome back. All right, let's get back into it. We do talk about their music a little bit more, just a little bit more. I highly recommend that you get out and uh, check out some of the music. I'm really digging Can't Believe. And uh, let's jump in. Because the music itself, it, it can, it, it has emotion. But having those lyrics to back it up, having those lyrics to lead, not back it up, to lead the music somewhere is truly a beautiful thing. I think we all start off, you know, listening to the music without the lyrics first to see like what, you know, what, what, what are we telling? Just, just musically, what are we telling? And then, you know, like the lyrics come from that. And Geo, what an amazing words, wordsmith, honestly, what an amazing songwriter because he, he writes things I could never even imagine. Hey, melodies I could never come up with. And um, I mean, I love whenever I come up with some guitar riff or something floating came off, came out of my guitar. And then it turned into this beautiful, beautiful story about isolation. You know, at this perfect time, we're all isolated during this pandemic. And uh, honestly, I'm just impressed about how, how these three like build off of something I bring, or sometimes I build off things that, you know, they bring this. It goes both ways. What brought you all together and what keeps you all together? Geo. <laughs> what brought what what brought us all together? Tell our story. Oh. I love the banana and as the seed filler. Like yeah. that needs to be like oh, at the Academy Awards and the Emmys now. Like just have He's a banana. I wanted to be I wanted to be like, oh my God. Like like Ander just merged with the banana. Oh man. Uh, I love that it's like what keeps you together and then he left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what brought us together is a uh, simple fact is would be the music. I think um, uh, Andrew's been my best friend since high school. Tannis is his brother, so that I guess that they're they're forced to be together. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it all started in Are high they? school. Are yeah, they a little bit? Uh, he had the drums, I had the vo- vocals, and some some guitar skills, and we just started jamming and we fell in love with the music. And uh, we wanted to make a band, so we did. Called it Drive Through Milk first, and became Banana Chant because Drive Through Milk was lame. I thought. Uh, then, then we we just took a chance and we said, you know what, we want to make a record. So then we started making our first record, and Tannis uh, hopped in and helped us a lot. And uh, Papa Grumps, which is our producer slash dad, gave us a very very um, a beautiful path to to success on making that album. So a couple, a couple, like a year after I met Vanessa at work, I used to be a host at a restaurant. She was a busser and uh, showed her our music. She really liked it. She said she played bass, quote unquote. And then uh, we brought her in. Uh, she, she knew a couple, couple notes, but we liked her. We liked her a lot. And she, then uh, she just glued with us. She grew as a bass player and she's probably a, like one of the best bass players I know now. Um, and it was, uh, it was, that's, that's basically a small, short, simple story of how all that, it all revolved around the music and, uh, what keeps us together, I think is also still the music <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and the friendship, honestly, the friendship and, and the love we have for each other really keeps us together. Cause we're like, we're like brothers and sisters. We fight a lot, but we, we do it for a good reason. We have an end goal. You know, we have, the goal is always making the best music we can with us and no one else, you know? And, 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 um, 
that's kind of that's kind of hard right now because uh, as I've learned throughout the music industry, you cannot do it alone. And uh, I th- I believe we still need to be open minded of other people helping us out in production and all that. Um, but slowly but surely, I'll start gluing them because we we like just making our music just the four of us. But I, I truly believe that having some help of someone who has experience in producing or in another band or maybe just a, maybe just a simple um, musician just hearing our songs and and just giving our thoughts w- would help a lot for us to grow and make better music. The that's a fa- uh, fantastic answer. Should um, I, Does anybody have anything they want to add to that? Because I have a question, but I don't want to change from this because that was good. Anybody want to add? Or subtract? I mean, you, picked up the, you picked up the mic there, Vanessa. You look like you had something to say. Say something. Yeah, we you were stroking chants like you were... I was just saying, I was going to say that um, beneath the music, you know, we are all like friends at the end of the day. Um, we go out and we have dinner and lunch and we go like, like we do things that are outside of the no studio. Breakfast. We don't do breakfast. <laughs> we don't do breakfast, but, but we do lunch and dinner. <laughs> and I just, this is like one of the latest important. interviews we've done. Actually, <laughs> we don't do breakfast. That's fine. At the end of the day though, it really is for the music because I wouldn't be putting this much effort into other people unless I saw something, something of value out of it, which is the music. I don't I don't have time to just hang out with my friends and eat dinner and lunch. Breakfast I can do, but these other two I can't just be doing that all the time as much as we play. We we come here to record and that's the best part of it. When we finish recording, we hang out cuz we're friends. It's not like we're recording from the moment it starts, which we should do so we can hang out when we're 30 like crazy. But the reality is what brings us together is the music. Gio was my best friend. Outside of making music. Outside, yeah. <laughs> business. Let me rephrase that. Business. Jill was my friend. Now he's my best friend. Mm. But we don't hang out like friends anymore. It's just the studio. It's the music. It's to advance our future because we don't yeah. have time to just chill. You know, my brother. I, he's I not my brother that. anymore. He's our guitarist. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting too because like Rodney and I are best friends. We've been friends for 19 years. And as we've, as this thing is picked up and we just get busier and busier, we, we don't talk. To, we would spend an hour, hour and a half. Not even I mean, we, give me what you owe. we both got two kids. Now it's like, okay, we got, we got things to talk about because I only got them? an hour of your time. So we end up uh, yeah. shooting the shit maybe like once every three months. When you guys hang out, do you still find yourselves asking other people questions like together? <laughs> oh, when we're together, it's a, it is a, it is a dynamic. That, do you, do you this is, I mean, so that that's like it's a natural dynamic that happened before the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, like it's yeah, and yeah. and it's actually it's 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 calmer now. I am like an engineer. Like I just want to know how shit works, and that I'm rubs people the wrong way when I go in I hard on like. Work. But I like I would go in hard with like a lot of questions and people are like, yeah, I'm just feeling like depressed. I don't really want to answer 1700 <laughs> questions right now. So stop. <laughs> so now it's gotten to be a little bit more balanced, but I like that. And, question. I, and I have the psychology background and I just want to know how people work. So it gets a little intense when it's like, okay, I, I sometimes need to die. Like, I feel like I'm on the couch right now. Yeah, like, yeah, it, out, happens. it happens. It happens a lot. Um, so I want to I want to pivot. I want to pivot and talk specifically about a track. However, I can't like you guys are just giving so much good stuff. I can't quite get there yet. 
So I want to talk about like this. There was this 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 track of like it's not about the money. Uh, it's about the music, but at the same time, like you're getting streams, uh, you're getting views, you're getting eyeballs, TikToks pop, like things are happening. And and as you're putting these tracks, I mean, I hear it. I'm sure you hear it, and you you have the vision, you have the goal, the dream. Like y'all are good, like and you want to be in people's eardrums. So how do you ever struggle with the balance of it's not about the money, but the money is an indicator of how successful we are and how well we're progressing with the thing that we want to do, even though that's, it sounds from some of your answers, like that's not the most important thing, but it is important. Like how do y'all, I, and I think there's different answers on the team, but like, how yeah, do y'all feel I, about yeah, it? I'm fascinated about this one. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. I honestly can tell you one thing. And my journey, one. My, yeah. my journey through, through the industry. And I've learned this one thing. If you don't have the bag, chances are you're probably not going to make it. That is the honest, bloody truth when it comes to trap rap and all that kind of poppy kind of thing. But if you have the talent and if you work your ass off nine to five job and then, and just somehow have a budget, your chances of making it increases. But if you have the bag, it's not that hard. There's people out there that are really bad, but make so much money from songs because they put so much money into marketing and a team and a label session, a, a, a label, a manager, and it's crazy. It, but good for them, you know. No hate in this world, you know. That's great that they're succeeding. I'm not. I'm not going to hate because of that. But that's just the honest truth. Money makes it easier, but that doesn't mean it's going to last. Just because you're you 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 blew up doesn't mean you're going to be remembered. And that's the goal. We we want to be. Uh, we want to be yeah we want to be legends we want we want to be people we want to be good first year a type of good that in 30 years if you hear our shit you still will bang to it that ages that that ages well man it still slaps a banger um all of the all of the money we've made from shows you know from having the tip jar out front and people tossing in five dollar bills a hundred if they're nice I don't think that's happened yet though that has happened I thought it was a 20 it was your uncle wasn't it okay we got, <laughs> right. you know Damn, dude, sure dude wrote a check and put it in the the piggy bank the banana bank hey so all of that goes into fueling our careers further in banana chant you know all the merchandise sales that's all gonna go into dishing out a crazy music video that goes out to equipment that goes out to making our shows better because at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. So, um, of course you need money to make money, but when it comes to the music, you know, paying off student loans in my heart, I thought that was like, I mean, for sure, I think it's the best record we've ever made, but in my heart, I thought this can change the world. Granted it changed maybe a couple houses in Hialeah, but <laughs> But I love it, and I am so proud of it. Super. I don't get that feedback that I was expecting. I, I wanted, you know, million views on YouTube. We have a thousand. I get more more views on TikTok when I show my dad guessing video game logos. It's a little disappointing because I put way more effort into the music. But that's not what music is about. I made it, and I am so proud of it. And if other people hear it, that's good for them. But I know, like, I'm fulfilled after doing that. And now the next thing we can do is just keep making more. And then there come there comes this this very lopsided thing where where you know the money money's everything and all that and um and honestly yeah it is but w it's all about connections it's who you know it honestly it's who you know 
as well. Pro- that's probably the most important thing is who you know. Because that because because now that now if we were making a music video two years ago, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hype myself up, but if we if we were trying to make a music video two years ago, you, you can watch it on YouTube. Actually, you can see T Willy and and White Lies. The more we grew, the more connection we had. Then you could see what blue is. Now the next this next video that we're gonna have, the amount of people that I've met, videographers, TikTokers, um, influencers, musicians, all these people that are with that are willing to to help us, and people who are in the same boat, upcoming artists, are willing to help us because they see it. It it, it it's really a, a a privilege to have that because the connections I've made now can help the 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 band and the connections that these prob these guys probably made throughout throughout the years as a band too. All these friends we've made, all these fans we've made, we we um we encountered these all people can help us now and and support us. So I think that's the big the biggest thing is these connections we made throughout the years. I think uh, we have a little bit of a, a little bit of a division of labor um, that doesn't really work too well. <laughs> um, a lot of us are good at different things. Not only do we all play different instruments, but we also have different skills outside of those instruments. Um, when you look at TikTok, you'll see Andrew's face immediately on every single one. I mean, this guy's a TikTok mogul, um, and I have—I don't have that. <laughs> That that finesse that he does on on social media, um, Gio's got the connections. He just talked about them. He knows people. I mean, you need something, you go to Gio because he knows a guy. Honestly, yeah. Name, hey, yeah. name one thing I got you a need. Business I got partner like that. Yeah, I I try to focus the majority of my attention in the band into the recording and our practice um, because I think that is definitely where my skill set lies like kind of orchestrating and arranging a piece of music that we can either record or play live i think i think i do that better than i do anything else so we have this this division here of of, of what we're good at what, what we uh what we should strive for um and the reality is that some of these things bring more revenue than other things some of them bring arguably none right if i spend my um my time thinking about how we're going to practice better so that we play live better we sound better when we play live um, that in in real that kind of brings no money, but if Andrew spends his time getting millions of TikTok views and then we get ads on those, that brings in money, right? Geo finds people that we can play music that brings in a certain amount of money in a way, and sometimes it goes to our heads. Sometimes I feel like in the practice room I am God. <laughs> Listen to me, do what I say. But then when we leave the room, and Andrew says post this on social media now, you know he's the God of that of that. Um, of that space, but uh, that's not the case. Yeah, you need someone to go away. Just tell Gio, and I can <laughs> yeah, get someone. And the reason why that, like, everything I'm saying doesn't really have a conclusion is because we don't really have that solved yet. This is an ongoing, you know, not issue, but an ongoing, yeah, an ongoing journey that we have between each other, like finding out what we're good at and how to how to divide all these things that we have to do as a band. Because there's more than just the music, right? There's there's merch, and then there's social media, and there's all these things, and it would be awesome if we could all put in 25% of everything. But the reality is it never happens. And part of it is because some of us aren't as good of it, but also part of it is because some of the, some of us don't put the effort into that section. But, you know, I, I don't have a conclusion for this. It's something we're working on, something that we ha- are trying to fix. And it's interesting. What's, uh, what's Vanessa's skill set? What's your, what's your strongest skill set? B? She plays the bass. Talking. Okay. <laughs> 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 I think I'm my, the talker. I, think I do I the talking. I bring balance. I'm the only girl in the band. I think I bring a different perspective as a female. 
And also, I have a lot of creativity. I feel like I'm a very out-of-the-box person, and I like to do things that aren't supposed to be done, like things that haven't been done before. I think, you know, once in a while when I do put my head into it, I can come up with a, a good idea for something. Well, it's mostly for music because that is my strong suit. Um, music flows in me, <laughs> as that cheesy as that sounds. Um, I am willing to put in the effort for social media. I'm not good at it. I am working on my persona and what I want to show on the media because it's very hard to be 100% yourself and know that there's a lot of people watching you and that pressure kind of stops me a little from being super social media but I'm not like against it I just want to learn more about how to um you know please the people and get more fans and stuff like that if that makes sense at the end of the day right now it's basically we're split on these two really focusing a lot on the music aspect and that's what they provide for the band they um they play our songs and then me and Gio we also we carry the weight of the business aspect because Banana Chant isn't just a band and we're trying to build it into, you know, a family, an organization, something that people can get behind because, yeah, you can listen to the music, but who's behind the music? That's why this podcast is great because people are going to learn who we are outside of just the music. So, you know, we're all putting in our, our the we're all putting in effort to um to become people outside of just Banana Chant. Who is Banana Chain, you know? Or these There's um the the going back to the original question, that balance of wanting to just do the thing, but then wanting to do that thing for real, which then requires more money. So then there's that slippery slope of the thing becoming about the money, and then all of a sudden no one wants to do the thing anymore. But that's what drives us to do it, and we we struggle with it. Like it, it's not it is not an easy answer, and I respect. There's also the realities that that Geo kind of brought in. Like you you could be subpar at the thing if you have enough money. Like like there's we is weird. There's weird layers to it. Um, but if you really if that if you care about the craft, if you care about the thing, then it's this long journey. And I think Keith and I were talking to somebody, we we're talking to a podcast the other day. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of our, this, this division of labor you're talking about. Tennis is kind of our superpower. It's the thing that we would encourage other entrepreneurs to, and you guys are entrepreneurs to, to embrace because I, I look at s solo entrepreneurs or solopreneur, whatever they call themselves now, uh, as like, that's the hardest job on the planet. Cause you got to do it all. And like, there are days I wake up and I want nothing to do with social. I want nothing to do. I hate checking email. Like I want nothing to Thank God I have Keith that's on the email because like nothing would get done. But like, so that division of labor has become this thing that we embrace. And it's just like, Listen, yo, this, this is how we on move. That, on that, like we fought it for a while. Because, you know, there is that desire. I hear, like I feel everything that you said, Tannis, because I'm our operations guy. Rodney is the one that gets our guests. Rodney is the one that promotes our social media. He's the one like they don't seem they Rodney's don't feel not equal. here. Yeah, if Rodney's not here, we don't exist. But then if I'm not here, I know we don't exist because shit would just not get done and would fall apart. <laughs> but we used to we used to resist those divisions because like I want to do more of this thing and Rodney wants to do more of this thing. And then we eventually accepted 
our own roles and our own strengths, knowing the balance with it, because then we can invest our entirety into the things that we're good at and that we enjoy and then let the other person do their thing. And they did. Rodney just effortlessly connects with people. Like it's the only reason we got some of the guests that we've, we've gotten on this show. Um, and that's just not my skill set. So it's, a, it's definitely a struggle and I feel that struggle. And I, I, it's great to hear that you're at least working through that. Cause it's a, it's an important thing and you'll, you'll thrive once you all, all roll in that direction. Um, yeah, I think there is something to be said. There is something to be said about finding that perfect imbalance or like you said, it doesn't feel equal. Um, and it probably isn't, you know, if you get down to the brass tacks of it, but as long as, as long as things are getting done and it works for you, then, then do it. You know, that, that's how most things work. You know, not everything is done the right way. Some things are done the wrong way, but the end, the result is right. So if you know, you, the operations guy, and then we got Rodney as the social guy, if that works, if it feels like the perfect imbalance, then send it. Mm, the perfect so, imbalance. I like that. Your music in general, it's, it, it does have deep meaning. Um, it is based on some intense life experiences. Um, as you describe, uh, as, as you describe floating, um, as haunting and your music at the same time has a relaxing sense to it. Like where, whose story is that? Like, where does, where do these stories come from as floating is about addiction? And, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of meat within your music. Um, I think the best way to bring you guys into how we, as a as a unit, you know, feel about this our songs is to, to talk about how we how we wrote them, how they came to be, how they came from nothing to something. Um, you know, being that we're all musicians, everything lies, everything starts off with the music. Um, and the first thing that we have when we ever when we have a new song, usually the first thing is some kind of chord progression, some kind of guitar. There's a lick, or there's a riff, there's a hook, there's a progression. Something that sounds cool that we want to, that we want to use to build the song. We start off, say we have that guitar. And then we have somebody who plays bass. Luckily, Vanessa plays bass. And she hears something in that original musical piece, right? And she plays something. She adds her own, like, essence to that. Then we get to the drums, and Andrew has his own essence. And then the cherry on top is Geo giving all that meaning because right? the music itself it, it can it, it has emotion but having those lyrics to back it up having those lyrics to lead not back it up to lead the music somewhere is truly a beautiful thing i think we all start off you know listening to the music without the lyrics first to see like what you know what what, what are we telling just just musically what are we telling and then you know like the lyrics come from that and geo what an amazing words wordsmith honestly what an amazing songwriter because he he writes things i could never even imagine hey melodies i could never come up with and um i mean i love whenever i come up with some guitar riff or something floating came off came out of my guitar and then it turned into this beautiful beautiful story about isolation you know at this perfect time we're all isolated during this pandemic and uh, honestly i'm just impressed about how how these three like build off of something I bring, or sometimes I build off things that, you know, they bring this, it goes both ways. That I actually, what I was guessing it was the other way around. I thought it would be the song first. So that's, that's super interesting. Actually, Do, no, so it's no, almost like each, yeah. 
most of the time or more, all the time the the music comes first and um I, I i i it just comes out of me sometimes where where he plays a riff andrew plays a beat she plays a, she plays a bass and i just start singing i just start saying words when half the time they're so not even words yeah you're adding <laughs> really is it just like are you just like humming along like, yeah, like humming coming up the melody I'm, to, like, I'm, I'm i'm just i'm just mumbling that's how it starts mumbling milky way mumbling. you're a mumble you rapper find, find, i get it you're that, a mumble you rapper find that, that melody and then you write to it you know M- milky way came from geo we're all jamming and then geo was just incoherently rambling coming up with some flows and then I played it back because we recorded this practice and I heard like, hold up, are you, is he saying something? And it kind of sounded like, so you pretend? I'm like, what, that you were walking with a man? And then it just, it turns into a story. So you got to be able to speak, Gio. Wow. Definitely. But uh, but like, that's the process. So is, are you, would you, would would it be fair to say that like you adding the, the melody and the lyrics is telling the, telling the story of the music like when, yeah, so you, when you guys I, hear the lyrics do you feel like it's like oh yeah that's what we're saying so i i write the i write i write what's going on and these guys paint the picture of what's going on basically you know or most of the times they paint the picture and i it's like it's like a very very blur picture something's happening there so then i just like structure it and see what see what's going on you know with floating i got inspired by by a book I was reading, it was um, the Heroin Diaries by Nikki Six, and his journey through his heroin addiction, and um, that's how I started writing about floating. Floating's actually—they don't like saying it, but I like saying it because it's the truth. The floating's actually about addiction, and and but they wanted to change the isolation, just say isolation. I'm like, fine, it's because we were whatever you want it to be. Right? It's whatever you want it to be. True, but yeah, I started. I it just got I got inspired by that book. So so I I it really. I felt like I was looking through Nikki Six's eyes back in the eighties when he was dealing with his his drug addiction and how terrible it was for the band and his life and, and all that and what he went through and, and he came out um such a powerful human being after that um, you know, the attacking that that addiction and winning. And um that's how I wrote floating. I started just say, uh, yeah, just came out of me. Just the There's story probably some synergy it. there between isolation and, and addiction, like the whole, yeah, you can come anytime you want, but you can never leave. Like there's this. Yeah. 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 That's not, I love that. So Geo starts writing them, starts mumbling them, like, you know, starts, you know, speaking in tongues, whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Do that's kind of what it is basically. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It just really let is. The like spirit that. move. Yeah, just, hey, let the spirit get, move get you. There. Sometimes she doesn't dance. know. And that's where I was going with that. Like, do you all contribute to the lyrics in any way? Or is it like... I would say that recently in the new songs that we are recording, um, me and Gio do sit side to side and push in ideas. So he does let me take a little of the harmonies and um, just some ideas for lyrics. So yeah, the rest of the band, they kind of stick to their instruments, I would say. Not really on the lyric side, but I would like to say that I would like to, you know, be a part of the songwriting process as well. Because... It's fun and beautiful, and in the harmony. I mean, I heard your voice on a couple of tra- at least one track for sure. Floating, uh, yeah, and they're uh, yeah. they're put in there a little sparsely. So this yeah. is all news to us. <laughs> I was just—it sounded like an announcement. It sounded what? like an announcement. <laughs> just we, want you guys to know, I am now writing the songs. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Uh, I, wait. Um, our fans. Whenever Vanessa sings, uh, they just throw their panties on the stage. 
I don't know what happens. I'm a panty dropper. Know. Yeah, everyone loves her. Uh, they love her voice. They love the interplay with Geo. So moving forward, we want to incorporate her in most of our songs, if not all of them. You know, a harmony here and there. Yeah, vocally, you know, she's still going to play bass. But as far as writing songs goes, lately, and for the end of time, it has come from Geo. If I write a little bit of a verse, I'm like, hey, try this in, in like limbo. I, I helped him write the, um, the chorus. Vanessa, she helped come up with the chorus in Can't Believe. Um, they, yeah, we all put her. yeah, she puts in a lot of input in harmonies and stuff. But at the end of the day, we need to give credit where it's due. And it comes from Geo. What we do is we approve or reject. We tell them, we ask him like, what the heck do you mean? What is it? What are you saying? And then if we're like, okay, we like it, then we proofread it. We try to make it sound as Less grammatically words. correct yeah. as possible. Oh, yeah. The most important thing. He writes 70 verses, <laughs> one chorus, one pre-chorus. And, and no bridge ever. Oh, and no bridge. No, but he has 80, uh, 80 verses. And it's funny because the verses don't end. So <laughs> you hear an intro and then Jill starts talking and he doesn't stop until the end of the song. <laughs> So it's good because as a as a writing tutor, I tell them you'd rather have more writing and then cut than have less and need. So a lot of the time what we do is we just tell them like, oh, how about you say this here? We move that there. We do this there. But the writing, I mean, it comes from Jill's heart and soul. And it's yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, Andrew, you, you kind of mentioned, you mentioned Can't Believe there. And you kind of talked about the whole, like, Jill, what the hell does this mean? So I listened to Can't Believe probably 10 times. I... I think I have an idea of what some of it means, but I, I would love to hear from the actual writer and like, or what you guys believe it means. And then he can fact check it. Like, is yeah, that before, actually true? Before he reveals what it means, I just want to say, uh, I have absolutely no idea, but I, <laughs> I like what I'm listening to. I like the harmonies. Yes. I like that. He's not singing over everything and <laughs> catchy tune, you know, oh, there's some yeah. beautiful guitar riffs. But what does it mean, buddy? Uh, you can't. I mean, there, there's some beautiful uh, wordplay in there with I the whole "can't believe," and it's just like, yeah, you won't, you won't believe it when, when you, when you understand it. <laughs> nice. Can't believe. I see what you're doing there. So, yeah. can't believe it started out. My, um, my, my mentor was actually helping me with this song because I, I'm like, uh, one, one, one day I'm like, I, I have to go. I have to write the song, or the band's gonna be really mad if I don't have anything. And he's like, well, why don't you, uh, why don't I help you out? And that was really what, because this guy has been, has written a lot of songs that you guys probably know. I'm not going to, not going to spoil it or say his name, but he's a legend. So when he said that, I was really, I was really grateful. So he helped me with this song actually, um, helped me like, like, so I was in the booth and, and, and he's like, Gio, just give me a story. Just Gio, 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 tell me a story right now. Tell me a story. What, what do you, what do you see? What do you hear? I'm like, I see a girl who can't who can't believe that this dude did something and he's like sing it i'm like and then that's, that's where i started writing you know you know it's so one thing's for sure i need a cure because i'm so sick of my heart dragging on the floor so <laughs> so the song is the song mainly is about um this couple that that it's just it's, they're just struggling and the guy's like and the guy's like you know what if you if you don't want to fix this or if you want to play like that I'm just, I'm done with you. You know, you're, you're like, you know, I know I fucked up, but who gives a damn? Let's just be together. You know, that kind of stuff. And, and it's just like that. It's like a back and forth kind of thing. It's, it's, it's a toxic relationship, but, but they just can't let go of each other. The girl wants to be with someone else. The guy, 
uh, has been with everyone else. And, and it's just like, and it's funny, nothing, all of this has, most of the songs that I write has nothing to do with me. I just love writing stories. The, maybe the first album. Yeah. The first album, which is me talking about how high school sucked and this girl didn't like me. (laughs) Yeah. The balloon room. Or, or I forgot. I even forgot. It's been so long since, you since didn't high forget, school. But if you need to remember, just listen to the <laughs> just record. Just listen to the record. Yeah, it's a lot of heartbreak songs. But then when when we started doing um, the new songs and paying off student loans, I just started creating music. You know, I started creating a, a story. I never been to Purgatory. You know, I just wrote about it. You know, I never picked up uh, a girl from a bar as deaf and she was a ghost. He's been know? in a committed relationship. I've been in a committed relationship for three years. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so I just like I just want to write it, you know. I want to I want to live through these through these stories that I'm I'm writing. So I just start writing. So that's what Can't Believe's about. Does Vanessa in this song play the role of the girl? I don't really have any any like. She yeah, does. Have, do you harmonize in this? There's a small part where she I thought does, I yeah. heard your voice. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, hundred percent. She's yeah. definitely she's. This is the most she's been in in the song yeah. in one of her songs, and I and I really enjoy it because she's nice. she killed it. Yeah, we did a lot of cool musical. I'm glad I got it right. Like I I thought it was about a relationship, so I feel good about that. Feel good about myself. It's It's actually the about sailing to America, Christopher Columbus. (laughs) If you didn't catch that subtle undertone, can't can't then I don't think you're gonna believe America. You had something, Vanessa. But then I actually haven't told you guys this: what the real story about Can't Believe was about. I just like saying this. This is this is this is a big breakthrough. I actually got inspired of the story. You guys have seen um, the music video uh, "Dancing" by Jason Derulo? Yes. I, the "Let Me Take no, You Dancing." That's, that's where. That yeah, that that song's amazing. But it had the the music has nothing to do with the song. I'm talking about the story they had in the music video of Jason Derulo trying to trying to dance with this girl, but she's not really want to. She's kind of she's kind of seducing him, and that sparked the idea of "Can't Believe." Because I really love that video and the music is great, so I'm like, "Wow, this 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 story's cool." I, I watched the music video like tons of times, and it, I just clicked, and that's where I started writing the story of I can't I can't believe, not that that's, that's the cool. real real reason there of how is. that really came up and, and just sparked the idea in my mind. Nice, Vanessa, you had something. Vanessa, what were you gonna say? I think I was gonna say something around the lines that this song to me when I first heard Geo sing us the lyrics. Because I remember one day we were here in the studio and he said, I have a song. Um, and I was like, all right, sing it. <laughs> like, just sing us the lyrics. Like, no music or anything. Sing us the story. Because I like to hear the lyrics separately and then the music. Because that's how I can create what I think the music should sound like, in a sense. So he sang it to me and, and us. And I was like, wow. This is a song that single people or like newly heartbroken people or people in toxic relationships will be singing as a feel-good moment to realize that, hey, like, I don't need you to give me all of these problems. I'm just trying to be happy. Like, let's go to Miami, have a great time. This is the beautifulest city in the world. And you know what? Like, fuck you. Give your, go take your problems elsewhere. I'm just trying to be a feel-good person. Yeah, and have a good time. And the bass line and the guitar riff and the drums just make that impact 10 times better and adds his music and it just makes literally this song is gonna this song is, I think, one of the coolest projects I've ever been a part of. And that's hard because paying off student loans is honestly 
the best album. <laughs> I don't know. We will top it. But it's hard to top something that we all put so much time and effort and all of our inspiration into. So, yeah. I'm just well, it's, a good, it's a very, very good album. You, you will top we, it, though, because you're just going to keep progressing. Of course. So of course. I, we're uh, getting real close to time here, and I want to be respectful to it. So, first, I want to say thank you and um, yes. for joining us. Y'all are dope. Um, you all are dope. dope. You, yeah. you, you, you have done a four-person interview well. Uh, give you kudos. You have good, good presence and you share the mic um, equally. You share the stage uh, well. I have to ask a quick question. Where can everybody find you? Instagram, uh, Facebook, and our page. Bananachant.com is our website. We have merch. That's where we have our music. YouTube, Bananachant. Basically, you just write Bananachant on Google. We're going to pop out. So yes. Definitely. Bananachant. So Banana I want to. Yeah. All right. We will also link that. And the last question, I'm going to give it to all of you, um, you know, take a couple seconds on it. Uh, I know, I know we're rubbing up on time, but, um, it's really an important one to us because it's something that we think is going to, that we know can heal the world. And the question is, what does compassion mean to you? We'll start with, you know what? We're going to do this opposite. We're going to start with Tannis this time and work our way down to Gio. What does compassion mean to me? Yeah. Right. Great idea of starting with me guys. I'm going to say that compassion is when you can put yourself in someone else's shoes and truly not be selfish and give them still the respect and love that they want, depending on the situation. It's very hard to be selfless with other people because we are inherently selfish humans. I think compassion is being able to not be selfish and put yourself in other people's perspective because that's really hard. No one else is like you or your brain or your past. It takes a lot to try to put yourself into that situation that you've never lived. I feel that's my answer. Gia? Sacrifice. It's all about sacrifice. I'm a big dude about of, of sacrifice. You know, it's the hardest thing you can do as a person is to sacrifice uh, something you, you, you enjoy, love, or really uh, uh, passionate about for others. Uh, I got held up. Not because I wanted to go last, <laughs> but because I, I don't use compassion very much in my daily vocabulary. But I I, I just thought, like, what, what, what words like it that I do use? And I use empathy a lot. And I guess I got hung up because I never say compassion. I always say empathy. And I, I think empathy, to me, is about just feeling what other people are feeling. Or at least understanding what other people are feeling. And putting yourselves in other people's shoes. I think uh, whenever I hear about shitty situations, like, let's... The, the building falling in Miami Beach like a little while ago. I mean, I, I felt like shit. And I, you know, I had nothing to do about it. I felt like shit for a little bit. I was, you know, obviously detached from it. Luckily, I was not part of that tragedy. Um, whenever I hear about things like that, like things that I have nothing to do with, you know, something that I'm not about, but it just sucks for other people, um, I feel bad. Uh, maybe that's me patting myself on the back. Hey, I'm a good person. <laughs> I feel bad for these people. But I think the reality is that I, I, I do feel... I feel like it fucking sucks when shit like that happens to you. Um, and I think if everybody felt that, like when I felt bad, I guess um, I would feel their empathy. Um, I'm, I'm jumping on my own words here. Can I help you? Yeah. It's realizing that we're not alone and that our actions affect other people and just being able to acknowledge that and realizing that, you know, we're all just trying to work together and having that compassion to care about one another and 
just existing on a planet that revolves or with the the people that other people live on that revolves around not just you but the people you care about you know vin diesel taught me that it's all about family and um it's about empathy it's about sacrifice it's about relating to other people and putting on their clothing but you know that's what life is about you you, you don't wake up alone you don't die alone so let's have a good time while we're here